Welcome to Experiencing Christ with Pastor Dennis Matufu. Freedom Experience is a teaching ministry of the Word that is driven by the purpose that believers may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth according to 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. Experiencing God in the incarnated Word, which is Christ to be life and light to man with grace and reality for man's enjoyment. And now, open wide your spirit to receive this great teaching which is going to empower you to begin experiencing Christ as your life. This is Pastor Dennis Matovu, worth hearing. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. <laughs> freedom reigns in this place. Shout Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. Lord, you are worthy of the praise. You are worthy of the glory. Lord, you are worthy of the honor. Thank you for this wonderful morning, Jesus. Thank you for this wonderful morning. We bless the Lord for this beautiful morning even today. He has granted us another grace to live. The snare is broken and we are alive and kicking glory. Hallelujah. Uh, praise the Lord wherever you are. Once again, this is Pastor Dennis, Dennis Matov, all the way from Kampala, Uganda, Freedom Experience Ministry, where we experience Christ as life, light, grace, and reality. You see, Christ is our life, life imparted into us. Christ is our light, light which is shining in us. Christ is our grace, grace which is enjoyed. Christ is our truth, truth which is realized. Christ is for us to enjoy God and the glories of God. Christ is God manifested. We are here to bring you a wonderful message in these wonderful teachings of experiencing Christ daily. I pray that you continue to tune in even as you have tuned in today. God bless you. We shall continue from where we, we stopped. We are in a long term, a long time uh, series and uh, this is episode 7. I believe that uh, the Lord has been gracious and you have been following. If you have, in case, missed some of the teachings, you can always check in our archives on, on freedomexperienceministry.org. Um, you can always check them and uh, you, you download even, you are free to download them. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray that you be blessed. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in even today. Um, this is Pastor Dennis. We are talking about Christ and how to, we are to enjoy Christ on a daily basis. How we are to enjoy Christ as our portion daily. How we are to enjoy Christ as our inheritance, as our portion. Christ is supposed to be everything to us. Christ is supposed to be our victory. Christ is supposed to be our, 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 our excellence. Christ is supposed to be all and in all. Hallelujah. So now let us go into today's teaching. We are in the book of Colossians and we are seeing this Christ in all his inclusiveness. Remember, Jesus is all inclusive. He is everything to us. He is all things that we need for life and godliness. You see? So, uh, we were in the book of Colossians chapter 1, verses, uh, we had begun with verse 1 and now we have come to verses 12. Today we are going to be seeing uh, verses uh, 12. Uh, throughout 14, there is a prayer of thanksgiving that Paul is giving uh, and praying for the church. And this is a prayer uh, that is full of another lesson to learn. 
for us to enjoy and see the reality of Christ and the content of this this prayer is going to open our eyes still to show us how we are to enjoy this wonderful Christ. Hallelujah. So, as we have, have we have been seeing, we see that we are to take Christ daily as our portion. And the Bible says here in verses 12 to 14, where we're going to study, it says that Paul was praying to them, saying, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the uh, uh, the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the powers of darkness mm-hmm. and, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. He says that in whom we have redemption through the blood, even the forgiveness of sins. You see, uh, today we want to see the content of this prayer and that we are going to enjoy and reveal the Christ in these verses. So, here we come to this prayer, which is a prayer of thanksgiving. And we see that in this prayer, Paul is giving thanks to the Father, who is the origin and the source of all blessing. Remember, Jesus Christ is, is from the Father as our portion. And every good thing that we would, we would need from the Father, Jesus is the all-inclusiveness of those things. So we, when we are, we are seeing Paul here thanking the Father because God the Father is the origin, is the source of all blessings that you ever need in this life. So by this we see that he thanks the Father and this thanks is, a, it is bringing us again to the all-inclusive Christ. Even when Paul was thanking the Father, he showed us other th- aspects of Christ. Uh, what Christ is is to us as the all-inclusive Christ. You see? So as he was thanking the Father, he said, he mentioned one thing which is he has qualified us to share the portion of the saints in the light. In his prayer, he mentions uh, one of the things that God the Father has done to the church, to the believers. God has qualified us in Christ Jesus. We thank Jesus that we are qualified now to, to do what? To share. To share the portion, the inheritance, the allotment of the saints in the light. You see? Now, in contrast to many Christians today, uh, we see that Paul did not pray a prayer giving thanks for the things which uh, he has he has received, like healing, healing, health, house, housing, finance, all family, all life, all a job. He was not thanking God for this. Whereas we are, it is good to thank God for them. But you see that Paul had a mind of God. Paul was praying and Paul was ministering from the uh, vision of Christ, from the heavenly point of view. And as a ministry, including us as Freedom Experience, our duty is to see that we bring you messages that are in God's point of view. How God sees things and how God expects us to be seeing and uh, re- getting a revelation from the scriptures. Most of the time when we are doing uh, everything, including prayer, including anything that we do, including ministry, we are doing it from the humanly point of view. I want you to, to remember in John chapter 3, the Bible says in John chapter 3 that when John was talking to, replying to the disciples, he told them that whoever comes from the heaven is heavenly and speaks of the things of the heaven. Whoever is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the things of the earth. Most time, if we don't spare time, enough time to preach from the heavenly point of view, we will end up always seeing the vision of the earth and our prayer will be filled with things that of the earth and our preaching will be filled with the things of the earth. 
then we shall be earthy and we shall be giving out earthly messages. Now we see even the prayer of Paul. He is praying and praying to the church and saying that, Lord, I pray for them and I thank the Lord because you have given them the portion. You have given, you have qualified them to, to have a share of the portion of the saints in the light. And here he's showing us, he's not praying for this outward and external and minor things. He is thanking the Father because he has qualified every believer to have a share, the portion, the inheritance of the saints in the light. Today I want to show you what is the portion of the inheritance that you have received in this light which is of Christ Jesus. Now when we read in the book of Colossians, you discover uh, that uh, the entire book it is concerning about Christ being the head of the body. Christ being the head of the body. That is the entire message of the book. And we see that the portion of the saints here is the all-inclusive Christ. Christ as their enjoyment. Christ as their experience. Christ as their life, as their everything. You see, the Father has qualified us not to inherit some heavenly mansion, like as people think that we have some mansions in the heavens ready for us and we have some things. No, but to have a share in Christ as the all-inclusive portion of the saints. You see, we have received a portion individually. And I don't know what you are using, uh, what you are doing with your portion that you received from God. There is a portion of Christ that is in you. There is a deposit. There is a portion. There is an allotment. You see, we can boldly declare that Christ is our all-inclusive portion. A portion that has got all things that we need in this life and godliness. God has prepared all things and has put them in his son Jesus Christ as our portion. And you see, the Greek word rendered for portion is, uh, is corresponding to the Hebrew word used for the allotment of the good land in the Old Testament. When you see the word portion, you also see the word allotment uh, or the dividing of the good land in the Old Testament. After the children of Israel had entered into the land of Canaan, we see that each of the tribes was given an allotment of the land. Each one, each, each tribe had a portion. They had each one to fight for the portion and eat that portion, enjoy that land and use that land for their benefit. Of course, even today, we will not say that when we get saved, we are also, our portion is going to be uh, the, 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 the land of Israel, Palestine. No, it's not a physical inheritance now. It has turned into a spiritual inheritance. Our portion today, our allotment today, is not a physical land in Palestine. It's not a physical land of Israel. Now, because we are in the new dispensation of grace, our portion, when we enter Christ, we possess Christ, and this portion is called the all-inclusive Christ as our promised land. You see, we have been brought from the land of Egypt, where you got saved from, where you lived the worldly life, and you are in the journey of, of transformation. Hallelujah. You are in the journey of transformation and as you are walking your desert situation you are on the journey entering into christ and possessing christ enjoying christ and after you have crossed over to the river jordan you are going to enter the promised land with jesus christ and when you enter christ that's when you say i am born again i'm now a new creature but remember when the children of israel entered the land of canaan they had already entered inside but they are not yet possessed they had not yet uh, gotten each one an allotment, a portion. So what they had to do is to fight. 
Like the way the Bible tells us, fight the fight of faith. So they had to fight and take their possession and to chase out other nations and enjoy their allotment. This is the challenge that we have in Christianity today. A lot of people have come to Christ. A lot of people have entered Christ as their portion. Now he belongs to them. But they have not yet used the portion. They have not yet enjoyed Christ as their portion. They have not yet take, uh, utilized everything which is of Christ. And they are waiting for anybody to help them out. And they are waiting. And others are still pursuing uh, people to help them. But I want to tell you, it is only the revelation that you have in Christ that will cause you to share and enjoy. To enjoy and experience the, your portion that you have received in Christ. I want to remind you today that each one of us has received a portion in Christ. I don't know what you are doing with your portion, but I'm, I'm using something of beneficial with my portion. I'm using my Christ in a day-to-day -day life. I'm, I'm ministering Christ. I'm serving Christ. I'm living out Christ. And I'm, 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 I'm enjoying Him and all His riches. I don't know what you are doing with yours uh, from the day you accepted Christ. We see that uh, He is our portion. And as we see in the Old Testament, each of the tribes had an allotment of the good land. They had a portion. They had a part where the Judah belonged, Simeon belonged here, uh, and, and other Zebulun and other nation, tribes. They belonged to a certain portion, and everyone was satisfied with whatever he had received. Remember, some of the, the, the tribes had bigger portions according to the strength according to the efforts you understand according to the efforts they had put in in possessing in fighting likewise today some people we are praising them because they have found christ they have possessed christ and they have possessed a big portion uh, due to the time they put in in prayer fasting and living a holy life they have inherited a bigger portion and some people that are lazy like in the tribes there was a tribe of, of um, uh, a certain tribe that was weak uh, Simeon was weak a weak tribe so weak and uh, it needed always assistance from Judah you see uh, but the strong tribes as Judah they had possessed big lands and good places so even today when we enter Christ, each one of you are supposed to do your best. You are supposed to struggle to fight the fight of faith, to get to know the truth, to get to the revelation of Christ, to get uh, to, to go deeper in the things of Christ so that you begin to acquire much land of Christ, much portion of Christ. And this is where people now begin to look for you. They begin now to think about you. You begin now to create news and to become a person who is a history, who is um, a, a person who is talked of. Today we are admiring several people because they have acquired their portion in Christ. So Paul is here praying, uh, praying for the church. He's saying that I, I give thanks to the Lord. He has met, uh, qualified us. He has qualified us to become sharers of the allotment, of the inheritance. We, we now have got full access to possess Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah for that. We see that even the tribes, each one had his portion. Each member of each tribe had to share of that uh, in that allotment. Where if it was a tribe that has conquered a big a big piece of land, then they had to share it into families, and everyone could get where he can put his family and 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 live and his tent. So likewise today, when we possess Christ by accepting Him as our Lord and Savior, we have got to go individually and and begin to enjoy and begin to utilize and begin to take our portion to get our share use our share on daily basis 
Some of us are still using other people's shares. You have not even acquired a piece of Christ in you. Whereas Christ is in you, you are not using him. You are not sharing, you are not enjoying him, you are not experiencing him. You are going for other people's Christ. You see, that is the challenge. You need also to seek Christ. You need also to take a portion in Christ and you see what Christ has called you to become. So in the same principle, we see that we have a share, just like the children of Israel. We have a portion and this is the portion of the saints. If you are a saint, you are a believer, you have received a portion of Christ. And this means that we all have a share in Christ. Whether you are small in Christ, whether you are big, whether you are one year in salvation, or 20 years, all one month, the day you accepted Jesus Christ, you received a portion. You received a portion of Christ. Glory to God for that. Now we have seen that in verse 12, Paul is pointing out that our share of the portion of the saints is in the light and we see that light here is in contrast to darkness it is in contrast to darkness in the following verse we are going to see in verse 13 i read verse 12 again and see the bible says giving thanks unto the father who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance which is a portion or an allotment of the saints in the light we have a portion in light. We have a portion in the light. Here we see that uh, uh, this is in, in, in contrast with the uh, Satan's authority, which is uh, the darkness, where Satan sits in darkness. But now we are in the kingdom of Christ. We are supposed to enjoy him in light. We are supposed to enjoy him as our light. You see, we are supposed to take him as our light and live in that light. The Bible says that in him was life and the life was the light of men. It says that we are to be living in that light. There is a light that shines into darkness. When people see that darkness, that light, and they come towards the light, then they also be partakers of the portion in that light. You see? Hallelujah. So, we have seen that he has delivered us. Verse 13 says that, Colossians 1 13, who has delivered us from the powers of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. He has delivered us out of the authorities of darkness. He has delivered us out of the powers of darkness. He has transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. You see, verse 13 is an explanation and a definition of how the Father has qualified you and me for a share of the portion of the saints. And when we see that in this verse that we have just read, before he gives you a share in the light, a share in Christ, he has first delivered you out of the authority of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Now, before you begin to enjoy Christ, you need to realize that you are a person who has been delivered. Some of us, we are in Christianity, we have not yet gotten a revelation that we have been delivered from the authorities of the dark, of darkness. Some of us, we are in Christianity, but we have not yet seen this reality that we are now set free from the powers of the enemy. And today, what is disturbing the church and the believer is not because they are under the powers in full possession of, uh, by the devil. It's because they don't know. They are still blinded. They are still blind. They are still living in the darkness. 
they are still living in darkness, they cannot see enough light. And they have not failed to come closer and closer to the light. But the Bible has told us in this verse, before he gives us a portion, who is Christ, he first delivers you. He first liberates you from the powers and the authority of darkness. Meaning that your family authorities of darkness no longer have a hold on you. If you know that truth, you reply with a fight of faith and you gain your freedom. Even the principalities and powers, they don't have authority over us now because we are now in a different kingdom. We are now in a different uh, realm. And once we discover that we are living in the light, then darkness cannot stand where light is. You see, he has delivered us out of the authorities of of darkness and he has transferred us. There was a transportation from one realm of darkness to another realm of the light. From the kingdom of darkness from the to the kingdom of of light you see and we see that for Christ to be the head of the body which is the church and for us his believers to be members of his body he needed to first deliver us he needed to first liberate us out of the authorities of darkness the kingdom of Satan you see Satan has got a kingdom and it's called the kingdom of darkness according to Matthew 12 of 26 he has a kingdom and this is the kingdom of darkness you see so now look at this we are now the body of Christ we are now uh, the, 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 the believers his believers and members of this body we see that he before we become members Christ had to first deal with the authorities of darkness and overcoming them overpowering them and remove us from the kingdom of Satan and now he has transferred us into the kingdom of Christ The kingdom of God is beloved. What does this mean? This is to qualify us to partake of Christ as our portion. You can't be a person who has possessed Christ and still be possessed with the powers of the kingdom of darkness. If you find yourself you're a believer and you're still possessed with the powers of darkness, I believe that you have not yet seen the light. You have not yet uh, known the the light. You have not yet understood that you are in the light. You need this knowledge to be in you. You need to know that you you have been transferred from the powers of darkness and you have been brought into the new uh, kingdom, which is the kingdom of light. And you have been qualified to be partaker of Christ as your portion. If Christ is your portion, then the devil is not your, you are not a bait to the devil. You are not a slave. You are not an, a, a, a bond slave to the, to the devil, the, the powers of darkness. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. He says, now stand firm that nobody takes you back into the bondage. You see, if you don't stand firm in knowledge and faith and understanding of the truth, if you don't stand firm in revelation, you are always going to be taken back into the bondages of dark, the dark powers of the devil. But today, I've come to tell you, he has transferred us out of the dark, the powers of darkness, the authority of darkness, and he has transferred you into the kingdom of um, uh, the son, Jesus Christ, he loves. So if we, are, we were still under the authorities of darkness, we would not be qualified to share in Christ. But if the Bible says we share in Christ, it means we have been also liberated and set free to come out of the powers and authorities of darkness.
This is a knowledge that you should have as a believer that I've been set free from the powers of darkness. Let me now experience my freedom. Let me confess and claim my portion of freedom. Then you begin to see freedom everywhere in every area of your life. You see, the Father has delivered us out of the authority of darkness. And we praise him, we glorify him for that, that we are no longer in the Satan kingdom. You are no longer in the Satan kingdom. If, there is, if you are still seeing these dark evil dreams and what, what, it is because you have not yet entered deeply and wholly into Christ that you have received. You need a certain light to shine upon you and you, re, you begin to realize the truth and you live in that, that truth. It is going to work for you. It's going to cause you to enjoy freedom. Hallelujah. Because you have been delivered from the authorities, authorities of darkness. We have been delivered. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. So, we have been delivered according to the Bible. And now we are set free. We are free to enjoy Christ. This is what we call freedom experience. Whereby you experience Christ as your freedom, as your reality, as your everything. You enjoy him as everything in this life. Now, another thing we see secondly is that the second step that was to be transferred into the kingdom of the Son of God is love. The first step was that he delivered us from the powers of darkness. Before you begin to enjoy the goodness of God, of the Lord, in the land of the living, you are supposed to be a person who has been set free. Once you have been delivered from the powers of darkness, then you begin to, uh, to enjoy the, the, the life which is in the kingdom of light. So we have undergone both a deliverance and a transfer. And some believers have not yet gone out of the deliverance process. You see, when we get, uh, when we are to come to Christ, the first step he takes in us is deliverance. The children of Israel, they were in the land of bondage. And when God wanted to deliver them, he sent them a Moses. And when the Mo Moses reached the land, he had to do whatever it takes. He had to do miracles. He had to use all the powers of God to see that he liberates them. And by the grace of God, through signs and wonders and the power of God, they were delivered and Pharaoh had to let them go. Moses had, had to keep on taking them through the land, the, the desert experience. Because even in the desert, they had to be delivered from the self. The first deliverance was the deliverance from the powers of darkness. Now in the desert is the deliverance from the self, whereby you cease to, to, to rely on your strength, to rely on your, on your reasoning, to rely on your wisdom, to rely on your direction. You begin to look unto Christ, begin to look unto God, you begin to look unto the heavenlies for your provision. So he had to take them through Moses, they learned, uh, through the experiences of the desert. And they had to, to, to follow the Moses as their leader. But Moses uh, was to bring them until he hands them over to Joshua. A Joshua is going to make them now to enjoy, to possess, to enter and possess their promised land. Today in the ministry of Christ in the church, we have these ministries. We have the ministry of deliverance. We have the Moseses and we have the Joshuas. Thank God that these are all in the ministry, in the church of God. There are some ministries that are Moses. They are always doing deliverance to the people, doing miracles, signs and wonders, so that they may believe, so that the people may, be, uh, may trust God, so that people may uh, desire to come towards Christ and to come into God and live and stay and enjoy God. But I want to tell you, the desert experience of miracles, signs and wonders, once it is done, your deliverance has been done, then you are supposed to be, a person is supposed to be transferred into this life experience of Christ. 
and they are the Joshua's that are already waiting for you at the borders of Canaan, at the borders of Christ, so that they take you deeper in Christ. And this is what uh, this is what we are doing as a ministry, and this is what we have been called to do. I, for one, am a Joshua of this generation, who uh, God has called me and has told me, take them inside. Make them to possess Christ in his entirety. Make them to know how to take Christ as their portion. Make them to enjoy him and experience him as their everything. This is our burden. We are the Joshua's taking you deeper so that you take your portion. So that you learn to possess uh, Christ in, and, and enjoy him as your portion. Hallelujah. We are the Joshua's. We, don't, we might not do a lot of miracles, but we have been given the word of God in our mouth. And whatever we speak and we follow the word of God, it's going to work as the, best, the greatest miracle any believer would need in this life of Christianity. So, we have been delivered. Now there is a transfer. We are, we are in transition and we have been transferred and we still now to enter deeper. Because Satan is, is darkness and uh, Christ the Son is God, in God is light. Satan is darkness and we see Christ is, is, is light. Therefore, Satan's kingdom is the authority of darkness. Well, as the kingdom of, of the Son of God is the kingdom of light. So, there is always a transfer every day, even today, this morning, through this teaching. God is transferring some people from darkness to light. Remember, you're already born again if you're a believer. But there is a darkness you're supposed to come out uh, from and you enter into a light. Every day there is a light that is shining unto us through the word of God. Every day there is a light that is shining through uh, unto us so that we may see more light. More light than more fellowship. More fellowship than more light. The more fellowship you have, the more light you get. The more light you get, you realize your weakness, you realize your, 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 still, uh, your bondages, you pray, you call the blood of Jesus, you are washed with the blood, then there is another fellowship. There are always a flow uh, from glory to glory. It gives us grace upon grace. You see? So there's always a work that is going on in our life. And by delivered, being delivered out of Satan's kingdom and transferring us into Christ's kingdom, we have been qualified for a share of the portion of the saints. I want to you today to know you have a portion. And this portion has been allotted for you. It is yours. God has prepared it for you. God has prepared for you a portion of Christ you enjoy. You can't say that I don't have anything. You can't say that me, I wasn't given anything in Christ. The moment you accept Christ, there is a special grace given unto you. There's a portion of grace. There's a portion of faith that has been allotted unto you. And this faith and this grace is Jesus Christ as your portion. If you know how to use your portion, you will be like this... Um, the parable that Jesus says that well, three, he called three stewards and gave them talents. If you have received a talent, then you learn how to use it. It's going to give you more, more interest as you are enjoying Christ. So, we see in verses 14, they are showing us the kind of redemption and the forgiveness of sin. That when he was doing the transfer, he had also, let me read verse 14 for you. We are in Colossians 1.14. The Bible says that, in whom we have redemption. In other words, in Christ, we have redemption. Through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Even the forgiveness of sin. The Bible here has told us that, in verse 14, that in Christ we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. You see? So, the, the, the 
deliverance in verses 13 that we have seen, it deals with the Satan's authority over us by destroying his evil power. Whereas the, the, the redemption you see in verse 14, uh, in this verse 14, is in this verse is dealing with our sins by fulfilling God's righteous requirement. And this is the process that I've been telling you. When you get saved and you are delivered from the powers of darkness, there is still the desert experience whereby God has got to deal with you so that every weakness and infirmity comes out of you. You are redeemed by the blood and you are going to keep on passing through the levels of redemption until there is no more infirmities and weaknesses that are always taking you back into bondage. And there is this work that has been done by Christ. He has redeemed us. He has, uh, he, we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Praise the Lord. So, <clears throat> we see that in this verse, uh, our sins are, have been dealt with by the blood of Jesus. The forgiveness of sin, sins is the redemption which we have in Christ. We have redemption in Christ. He's always forgiving us in our infirmities. Christ's death has accomplished redemption already and to the forgiveness of our sins. So we have got to know we have been delivered and we have been redeemed. Two things have taken place. So in Christ, the Son of God's love, we have redemption and forgiveness. And when we believed in, 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 in Christ as our Redeemer, God immediately delivered us out of the authority of darkness and immediately transferred us into the kingdom of light. This happened. Here in the light, we are qualified for a share of the portion of the saints. And this means that we are qualified to enjoy Christ in all his entirety and riches. We are qualified to enjoy Christ because we are living in the light. Because this qualification is an accomplishment, an accomplished fact. God has already accomplished it in Christ. There is no need for us to pray about this. Oh Lord, qualify me. Oh Lord, qualify me. You are already qualified. You qualify to enjoy all the riches of Christ. You qualify to enjoy all the powers in Christ. You qualify to enjoy all the experiences in Christ. But we see that on the contrary, with the poor, we should simply thank the Father for this. We are not supposed to pray about qualification. We are supposed to thank the Lord for he has qualified us. We see that there are some people that are still praying concerning this Lord qualify us. But we have been already qualified according to the Bible. The only need for us to pray is uh, for is we are we are we are we are reminded to pray concerning knowing the will of God and walking worthily of the Lord unto all pleasing. That was the prayer that Paul prayed for in the previous verses. But here he comes and said, Now these are the things we are supposed to thank for. He says that now that we are in the kingdom of the Son of God's love, we begin to enjoy him in the light. We must go on to know Christ in full and to walk worthily of him. In other words, from the day you accepted Jesus Christ, there is still a work to do. There is still a work for you to do in the name of Jesus. You still have a work to do. And this is the work you are supposed to do to enjoy Christ on a daily basis. Enjoy Christ on a daily basis. Begin to enjoy Christ every day in the name of Jesus. This is the work we are supposed to do. One of the things I want you to put in your remembrance is that from the day you accepted Jesus Christ, you received a portion. 
and you are supposed to rise up all heartedly like the, the prodigal son and begin to, uh, re, re, to claim your portion. You see, uh, in the book of Luke, they are talking about the two sons, you know the prodigal son. Uh, the father had two sons and one the older and the younger. And the younger because he had gotten a revelation. Whatever belongs to the father now is mine. He, he understood that he has a portion in the house of his father. So when time came, he said, now I think I, I, I'm free to use my portion before even my father dies. He goes to the father and says, Father, give me my portion of my inheritance. I want to go and utilize it. The only thing that the, the young son was lacking, he was, he was lacking knowledge and understanding in the way to use, how to use this uh, portion he has received. So, but the good thing is that he had known that he has a portion and he rose up and go, went to use the portion that he had um, discovered that belongs to him. Now, what happens to the elder brother is that he just stays there in the father's house, like the way we stay in the church. We are not claiming our portion. We are not enjoying our portion. We are not experiencing our portion. We are not, we are not using Christ in any way or in any form. We are just praying Christ. We are just sitting under Christ. We are not using him. Can you imagine? So, this is what people do. They are like the mothers. They just serve Christ. They don't enjoy him. Mary sits and enjoys Christ and everything that comes from Christ. So, this is what is the difference between uh, most of the believers. Some are enjoying the portion. Others are only serving and waiting. This, this elder brother was always going for, uh, to farm. He goes with the slaves. He goes with the servants of the house. And they stay there in the field taking care of sheep. In the evening, he comes back. He has been working, yet is the son who is supposed to possess. So I'll come back and talk about that in detail. But I wanted to show you a vision that you have got to see. Many of us enter into Christ and we stay there. We have not, we don't use our portion. We don't use Christ as our portion. So the subject of, of this book we are reading, Colossians, is the all-inclusive Christ. And this Christ is everything to us. Day by day, we may enjoy him as our portion. Rise up today and begin to use Christ in any way, in any form. Begin to take Christ as your portion. Begin to be grounded, rooted in him. Be filled with all the graces and the wisdom and the knowledge of Christ. Begin to enjoy him as your freedom. And this is what we call freedom experience. Begin to experience Christ. Hallelujah. Now, we see in verse 13, there is another a word that talks about delivered out of the authority of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of the son of his love. And we have seen this, that um, when Paul says, who has delivered us out of the authorities of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of his son of his love. Here Paul is using the, the word which corresponds with the word that is in Acts chapter 26. I want us to read Acts chapter 26. You are going to see that Paul had received a vision and he was serving and moving towards the purpose of, of which God had called him to. We see that in Acts chapter 26, Paul says, Acts 26, he says in verses 14, I'll begin from verse 14 to show you. This is Paul. He's explaining to, the, to Agrippa how how. He, he, he was met uh, by God or he, he, in, he was like visited and he received an encounter from God. The Bible says in Acts chapter 26 verses 
verses verses verses uh, 14 and when we were all fallen to the earth that is in acts chapter 9 a light sh- was shining from the, from the heavens that made everybody to fall down the bible says and when we were fallen all fallen to the earth i heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the hebrew tongue soul soul why persecutest me thou me it is hard for thee to kick against the pricks verse 15 and i said who art thou lord and he said i am jesus whom thou persecutest verse 16 but arise now this verse begins with but arise I know you have been persecuting me, but arise. I know you have been living in blindness and darkness, but arise. He says, but arise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. To make thee a minister and a witness both of the things which thou hast seen and those things which in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people he says that delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles and whom now I send thee verse 18 to open the, their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the powers of Satan unto God and they that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me so this is the vision that Paul received from Jesus and Jesus gave him the purpose as to why he has called him let me tell you when God calls us into salvation he has a purpose as to why he has called you but the problem is that some of us we don't take time to seek God to set apart ourselves to find out what purpose he has called you to do I thank God that at least I have discovered the purpose as to why he saved me and I'm trying to live out my purpose I'm trying to fulfilling it. We see even Paul. He's telling us that God called him and give, gave him a ministry. And the ministry of Paul was to deliver people out of the authority of darkness and transfer them to the kingdom of light. To open their eyes. He says that I was charged by God to open the eyes of people and to turn them from darkness to light and from the authority of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them that are sanctified by faith that is in me. Now when you look at this verse uh, in Acts chapter 26, 18 and you correspond it with Colossians 1, 12, 13 you see that uh, in this Paul speaks of darkness, light, authority, those who are sanctified and the portion all which is the inheritance. We see that Paul's word to the Colossian church reflects the calling that he had received in other words, Paul was, was ministering his calling. He was ministering the purpose as why God called him. You see? So when we read in Acts chapter 26 verses, uh, we come back to 26 verses 16, we see that he gave him a purpose, and this is what we call the heavenly vision. The heavenly vision is whereby you serve according to God's will. You serve according to the benefit of the heavenlies. And we have got to begin to see a heavenly vision and minister a heavenly vision. And we preach a heavenly vision. We, we preach from the heavenly point of view. We stand in heavens when we are preaching. We are to stand in heavens when we are teaching. And this is when you are going to minister a heavenly vision to others. You see that in our messages, we who preach the heavenly vision, we who teach the heavenly vision, our messages are all known to raise earthly messages. 
We do sometimes preach earthly messages and we tell you how God is going to prosper you, how God is going to expand you, how God is going to do wonderful things in your life, but we do that just part-time. Most of the time in our ministry, we are going to show you the mind of God, the purpose as to why you exist, the economy of God, the divine plan for your life, how Christ is to you as the head and how you are a member of the body, which is the church. So we are going to be speaking things of the heavenly vision. So we see that in Paul's ministry, he says, I was called to open the eyes of the people. In our teaching ministry, our major ministry is to open people's eyes. You are already born again, but you need your eyes to be opened that you may understand scriptures. Remember, in the book of Luke, Jesus was walking with these two disciples that were backsliding. And they were moving with Jesus, but their, their eyes are blinded. They cannot see. And even they were talking about scriptures, but they cannot understand them because their eyes are blinded. They are veiled. The Bible says that and Jesus had to open their eyes so that they may understand scriptures. When he gave them bread, their eyes were opened and they understood and they, they got a revelation of him. The moment they got a revelation of Christ, he had to disappear. We have out of born again. They have been born again. They are saved. They are, saved, they are saints. They are believers. They have a portion of Christ, but they are still blind. And our messages are here to open your eyes. So that you begin to see, you begin to come out of darkness and begin to enjoy the light of which Christ has brought you in. You begin to come out of every other negative and other things and begin to see the light which is in Christ. Another thing Paul was doing was that after opening their eyes, delivering them from the dark darkness to light, he had also to show them that there is an inheritance for them among the sanctified, meaning that every person is sanctified and uh, uh, by faith who is born again has got an inheritance but he has got to rise up and take the inheritance a lot of us have come to Christ but we have not entered and enjoyed Christ as our portion and in my burden today is to tell you that you have a portion and this portion is Jesus Christ and all things that you are to get from him so this is what Christ wants us to know today he wants us to take his son as the portion. And when we see that a lot of believers, a lot of children of God, they are still moving in this darkness. But look at the vision of Paul. He says, I was called to open the eyes of these people, to turn them from darkness to light. Even today there is a darkness that believers are still walking in. They have already accepted Christ, but are still walking in darkness. And because they are walking in darkness, they cannot possess. Because they are, not, they are walking in darkness, they cannot see and they cannot enjoy. I've given you an example of the, 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 two, the, the prodigal son and the brother. The prodigal son has seen, had seen a light that whatever belongs to the father is mine. I should arise and take my portion. And the father was willing to give out the portion to whoever requests to enjoy and experience the portion. If we don't rise up to begin to tell the Father, you have given us Christ, show us how we are to enjoy him. Show us how we are to experience him. The Holy Spirit's work in us is to teach us how we are to utilize Christ and all the riches of Christ daily. Even today you can take a portion of Christ and enjoy him as your daily portion. You can take him in your business, you can take him in your marriage, you can take him is everything. You can take him in your day-to-day -day life and begin to enjoy him as your portion. Hallelujah. So, this is what I'm telling you today. You are already born again if you're a believer. 
you are a Christian. Now begin to be transferred from the light, the darkness which is within you. Be delivered from any form of dark things. Be delivered from any form of darkness. The first work we do when you get saved, we are to do our best to see that the darkness you have come with come out of you. Some people's mind are darkened. The Bible says they have darkened mind. They cannot understand the things of God. If you are still have if you still have a dark mind you cannot enjoy Christ you cannot see Christ you cannot understand the things of God they begin to become foolish unto you so the first work we do is to see that the darkness that is in your mind and the darkness that is in your eyes is is leaving you by showing you the light of of, of life which is the word of God which is Jesus Christ the more light you come to the more darkness disappear you are delivered from the kingdom of darkness but you came with some darkness on you and this darkness is in your mind. This darkness is in your eyes. This darkness is in your thinking. You are supposed to be set free from such. That's why Paul says that I was given a call. And this calling was, I was given a calling and, and said the Bible, the Bible says, I say that for this purpose, for this purpose, Paul, I called you. That you may open the eyes of the people. Open their eyes. In our ministry, we do our best to open the eyes of the people in the scriptures so that they begin to see light. Darkness disappears. To turn them from darkness to light, that is to transform their minds, to change their mindset, to, re, to, to reprogram it with the light and the things of the light. He says from the authorities of Satan unto God, that is where deliverance works. We are to pray for those that are bound and we chase out those demonic powers and demonic um, spirits that are troubling them until they are out of the authorities of Satan. But we see that the major thing is that we begin by opening your eyes. The deliverance we will give you uh, is to first open your eyes to see that even though you are still seeing visions of evil dreams, you are getting bad dreams, you are, getting, you are seeing signs of bondage. We open your eyes to know that you are already in the kingdom of light. Begin to take your right and stand in, in, uh, on the ground of truth so that you say to the devil, I'm no longer yours. You are pursuing me. You are still chasing me, but I'm already transferred. I've been already transferred from your kingdom to the kingdom of light. I'm delivered. And now you begin to claim your freedom. You begin to see that deliverance will be given unto you. So our duty is to open your eyes. We open your eyes so that you see that there is no curse upon those that are in Christ. But because your eyes are still blinded, you still see that there is a curse around you and you begin to see and to sense the power of that curse because you are blinded. You can't see the light that there is a, a Christ who became a curse for you so that you might become a blessing. And we have got to keep on opening your eyes by the grace that the Lord provides so that you begin to see that you have no curse from your family background. So that you begin to see that your ancestors are not, like the sins of your ancestors are not your problem today because you are now a new creature. This is just a matter of opening your eyes. You come to a realization. And once you your eyes are opened, darkness begins to disappear. You begin to enjoy the freedom that Christ has given you. This is what we call freedom experience. Where you experience Christ in all way, in all form, in all manner, as your everything. Your eyes to be opened, to be turned from darkness to light. Your mind to be transformed. Your mind to be transformed. Your mind to be uh, transformed into become, to be renewed. So that you have a newness of life. 
You see, the Bible says, do not be conformed to the, to the patterns of the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only way can change the dark mind to have another, a, a new mind, a renewed mind, is by revealing the truth still. When we come to the truth, it sets us free. More light, more freedom. More light, more fellowship. We need the light which is coming from the word of God. We need the light which is coming from Christ himself. The more we draw closer to Christ in the light, in the kingdom of light, it shines unto us and we see uh, where bondage is, where ignorance is, and we apply the truth and we apply the light. When, then what happens is that the light will shine and darkness will disappear. The bondage will disappear. We begin to lose because now you have recognized and you have discovered that you are a, 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 a sharer or a partaker of the divine nature. You are a partaker of Christ as your portion. So if a person is still saying that I'm still bound and we might even uh, realize that, yeah, indeed you are bound and we chase demons, they go. And yet you are born again, but we are still chasing some demons. It means still we are going to deliver it from the authorities of Satan unto God. You have got to know that you are born again. If you genuinely a believer, then begin to know that you are already transferred from the powers of darkness. Once you come to that awareness, these demonic powers will disappear. They say now he has come to the light. He has understood the truth. Now let us leave him. They will leave you. They will leave you. They will never come back. Some of us, we don't even see them at all because we entered Christ. We saw the light. We forgot. Some people, you mind so much about demonic powers. You mind so much about the authority of darkness. You mind so much about the bondages and the curses. That's why you are held captive and you are darkened in your mind. And your, your mind is darkened. You begin to experience the powers of darkness upon your life, upon your ministry. But once you begin to be... Uh, minded upon the light and the things of the light, minded upon the Christ and the things in Christ, I tell you, deliverance will come automatically. You will not see any evil dream, any dream attackers, those evil dreams and all those bondages will just disappear because where light is, darkness disappear. Paul says, I was called so that I may deliver them from the powers of darkness and take them into the powers and the, the kingdom of light so that they may enjoy the powers of the light which is the Holy Spirit. Today we are to enjoy the power of God in the Holy Spirit. Today we are to enjoy the graces of God which are in Christ Jesus as we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We are to enjoy the love of God. These are the things, these are the powers that are in the kingdom of light. The Bible says that after you have been released from such things, after you have been delivered and set free from such things, you are forgiven, forgiven and you are washed, then you begin to know, I have an inheritance. Then you rise up by the grace of God and begin to possess the inheritance that you have been allotted. Then you begin to enjoy it because you are sanctified and by faith which is in Christ, I tell you, there is a portion for you. There is a portion for you. So we see that in, the, in, in both verses, Colossians 1, 12 and verse 13, Paul is speaking of darkness. He's speaking of light. He's speaking of authority. He's speaking of those that are, who are sanctified. He's speaking of the portion and of the inheritance. And we see that these words, they reflect the Lord's word that he had given him as a calling and he was walking in his calling. Even today, our ministry, we first saw a, show a person that now you are out of darkness. Now here is light. Now this is your authority and your right. Remember that you are sanctified. Now rise up and take your possession. 
rise up and take your portion. God visits Joshua and tells him, take these people into Canaan and make them to possess their portion. Make them to possess their inheritance. And this is why freedom experience exists. This is the calling God has given me. This is the calling God has given our ministry. We are to take the people that are out of darkness, that have come to light, that are sanctified. Our duty is to take them in and teach them how to possess their portion, their inheritance, their Christ, and to enjoy they are Christ in his fullness. Hallelujah. So you may think that the authority of darkness referred here is only evil things such as gambling, stealing, fornication. No. The authority of darkness they are talking about here in Colossians 1, 12, 13 uh, is, is, is even including good things. The authority of, of darkness including even the great uh, good things and um, things that are, we use day to day, in day to day life. For example, when you read the book of Colossians, you discover that the authority of darkness refers not only to evil things that every person would know quickly, but the authority of darkness even include religious things, religious observances, ordinances of the Gentiles, philosophies, other beliefs, other teachings, idolatry, worship of angels. When you read in, the, the, in chapter 2 of Colossians, you discover that there are several things that appear to be good, but they were combined and joined and called things of the dark, the authorities of darkness. They talk about uh, philosophies, mysticism, gnosticism. When you read in Acts, Colossians chapter 2, there are several things. And here we see that people that were practicing such things like ascetism, I told you ascetism is whereby people are practicing, they are treating their body, uh, severely in order to breed the, the indulgence of the flesh. They, they discipline themselves like the monk, like the Hinduism, like the Buddhism, like the Catholicism. They say we, we will not marry. Some of them. They, so they have got several beliefs, religious observances and other philosophies. These things are not evil in appearance but they are, they are rounded up as evil things. Hallelujah. So today I want to encourage you that the grace of God is sufficient. You are supposed to be a person who is free from such these things. And Paul has told us that the Father has delivered us out of the authorities of darkness. He has delivered us out of all these things. We are delivered. We are set free from these observances, from these ordinances, from these philosophies, from the powers of darkness. The authority of darkness comprises good and, and evil things. The authority of darkness comprises the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You always find good things, but these things that are good, they are still in the kingdom of darkness, you see? And all of this uh, gambling and, and other fornication and doubt, they are combined with these other good things that appear to be good, like philosophy and other doctrines and other beliefs uh, that uh, people want to carry on even in the church life. So it is important for us to get to know that we have been delivered, set free, sanctified, and now let us arise and take our portion. God bless you. This is Pastor Dennis Matov-Oda from Kampala, Uganda, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can visit us on our website at freedomexperienceministry.org. You can visit us on our Facebook, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also uh, listen to our radio, Freedom Experience Radio. Visit our site, you get to know, you get to find our radio. Be blessed, God bless you, we love you. Keep on tuning in, keep on following, share, follow, do everything that can push this message so that the believers come to the light of this message. 
God bless you. Enjoy Christ. Experience Christ daily. Bye-bye. To get more of this message and partner with Freedom Experience Ministry, log on to our website, www.freedomexperienceministry.org or find us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also call us directly on plus 256-703-89-0009. Be blessed. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ.